Hi, my name is Christian Block. I've seen first-hand innovation 5G can enable, and I'm certain 5G will change the world. This is Sean Kinney, and welcome to Will 5G Change the World, the weekly podcast where we engage with a wide variety of industry experts to answer that important question. But first, we've got a recurring segment where we try to get to know our guests a little bit better by posing three questions from the Proust questionnaire. Christian, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Question number one, which living person do you most admire? Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Uh, so for sure, from politicians, I, I would ask myself, hmm, maybe I like the German Chancellor Angela Merkel. But admire? No, admire. I do Mark Knopfler. I don't know if you know him. This is a, a lead, was a leader of Dire Straits, and I like his guitar playing. I'm also a guitar player, so I admire how he's doing that. Excellent musician, and uh, yeah, his lyrics is, is, is incredible. So I like him. I have a good guitar even uh, signed by himself, uh, Stratocaster, the red one. So I like that, and uh, this is for me really someone I can admire. Question number two. Christian, what is your most treasured possession? Uh, it's not material. It's immaterial. My possession is health. I don't know if you heard about that. So I've been working now 30 years in the industry. I have never failed any day uh, and was always in a health, healthy situation. So maybe some, sometimes a, a small cold, but nothing else. And health is small, most important to me. And uh, that's really the most turned position I have. And the final question from the Prowse section, who are your heroes in real life? Yeah, in the current situation, it's clear that the heroes are currently, if you see the COVID-19, how it's running around the world, first from China, uh, Asia, uh, via Europe, and uh, currently also in the, in the uh, US world and an American world. I think the most admired people we have currently is all the nurses and doctors taking care of people who are really infected in a bad situation and, and they really also risk their own lives for the people. So that I would say are the, are the, are the people, uh, they are re real heroes of the, of the world today. Now I'd like to get into our 5G conversation, Christian. This is, uh, you know, it's developing very quickly in terms of commercial availability, both sub six gigahertz and millimeter wave networks. Qualcomm Tech to date is present in more than 660 devices, either launched or in development, to name a few, the Samsung Galaxy S20 Plus Ultra 5G, OnePlus 8 Pro, very long list. But before we discuss how you see that consumer market continuing to develop I was hoping you could give us a bit of a historical sketch. I, I know our listeners are well aware of Qualcomm's expertise with modems and SOCs, but the RF front end connecting the modem to the antenna, Qualcomm's really honed in on this area in the past few years. Can you give us a little context? Yeah, maybe I'll talk a little bit uh, how I came to that. So uh, I've been working for a uh, different company, component maker TDK before I joined Qualcomm. And we had a vision four years ago before, just before we uh, joined, that there is a difference uh, necessary in the future. 5G is upcoming up, knocking on the door. Uh, our fondant was nothing else than component makers of PA modules, of switches, of filters, and so on. But it was not well orchestrated, and the complexity of, of uh, upcoming 5G was visible. And that, that was, was a, a big, big cha change here. 
understanding that the RF frontend of the future must look differently to accommodate all the challenges here, which you have to do. It's not a component play any longer, it's a system play. Uh, if you really want to drive the best output for the consumers and the OEM. So give us a little history there and a description of the work Qualcomm's doing around RF front end. So I, I want to understand better why this is important in the context of 5G. Uh, we've got this generational upgrade marked by new frequency bands and band combinations, the need for global support, dual connectivity as we kind of bridge the gap between LTE and 5G, carry aggregation, dynamic spectrum sharing, uh, just a lot of uh, advanced technologies that need to be accounted for. So what problems does this degree of complexity create for device manufacturers and, and how is Qualcomm working to solve that level of complexity and, and help their OEM partners? Yeah, the complexity is, is in several areas. So first of all, the complexity of the phones, especially if you are also looking for premier tier phones, uh, so global SKUs of phones, smartphones, which can work globally in all regions at the same time. The challenge, first of all, is really to get all the technologies in parallel available in the best way. So you need the ingredients of the components uh, same time. This means there's up to 100 different bands you have to do. So you need to understand all the filtering about, uh, have to challenge the uh, the technology in that way that you can really accommodate frequencies from 700 megahertz up to 6 gigahertz or the sub 6 but you have also to think about the millimeter wave so the number one is really to orchestrate all the components and all the technologies and you have to get them all into the best best shape and the OEM uh, would have thought that with many many vendors and this orchestration would take a lot of time the complexity of such smartphones is not uh, going that fast as it has been in the beginning of 2G. So 5G has a complexity where you need, if possible, uh, solutions where the technologies are practically ready and where the implementation into the phone can be done. And that's the challenge uh, OEM has, is a time to market first. The second challenge uh, the OEMs have is that uh, the complexity of the phones is not only about RF. Uh, you need also to save space for the chipset, for the battery, for all the sensors inside. This means that the RF one then gets another challenge, is size. So how do you get that compact? And RF is very tricky. If you go to very small size, you have to look what is it crosstalk, how to appreciate that. You have to deal with multiple antennas uh, for receiving and for transmitting. So this is, is another issue. The customers want to sell more phones and want to give this co uh, comfort to the to the customers. So performance is key. So only if the you can run that with lowest current consumption and ensure high data throughput, it is successful uh, launch and you can you can win uh, shares in the market. And and that that all you have to uh, think about also there is different SKUs. So global SKUs, regional SKUs. Also this has to be addressed in a in a smart way. And this complexity is, is something uh, only a system player can help the OEM in the future. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that, that balancing act between complexity, orchestrating all the different moving pieces and, and still maintaining time to market. Uh, you know, we've seen some signs that smartphone OEMs are moving away from RF component assembly 
and really looking for this modem to antenna design solution, which Qualcomm, to my knowledge, is the only company that can offer uh, in an end-to-end portfolio. So help me drill down a little bit more and and uh, help me understand from that smartphone OEM perspective as they go through the process of uh, design, testing, commercialization. How does a fully integrated modem to antenna solution in their design make for a, a, a smoother process? I'll give you, I'll give you an example of a, of a challenge, what an OEM has and what he has to do and what he cannot do by himself. He needs really the modem to antenna feature. And I'll give you one example in this uh, new RF fund. And these are, for example, the closed loop antenna tuners. What does it mean? If you have a phone with a closed loop antenna tuner, this will uh, give you a following situation. You have a phone close to your head. You have a phone in your hands for gaming. You have a phone close to your computer or maybe even in a metal shield environment or whatever. If then uh, this environment is there, your, uh, your phone will see a different uh, impedance. So your antenna performance will be uh, changing. If you have now a modem to antenna solution, the modem will detect that. And usually what, what uh, the modem would do is just to boost more power and uh, ensure that the data connection is still there. But a smart end-to-end solution is differently. It detects that there is a, a change in impedance. And what it does is it tunes the uh, antenna tuner. So the impedances will be matched immediately to the environment. And this means that the power must not go up. So you can run it with low current uh, consumption and low power but you still get the same performance. So the customers get an end-to-end solution in a way that we can drive the performance knowing where we are. We know the band combination. We can optimize the RF on the, in, a, in a very sophisticated way so that the overall performance of the front end is not deteriorated by the environment and uh, it's, it's vice versa. It is optimized to that. So you have high data throughput and low current consumption. Well, I appreciate you taking us through the the complexity and how Com, uh, Qualcomm's working to address that with your OEM partners, Christian. But uh, I want to get back to the uh, premise of the show: Will five G change the world? So, the latest Ericsson Mobility report projects there will be 190 million five G subscribers by the end of this year, and that five G networks will carry roughly half of all mobile traffic by 2025. You know, from your perspective as someone who's so close to this technology, what does that world look like? How does this level of consumer adoption change the way that, that people work and interact with one another? I, I think you can see that. And uh, unfortunately, we have a situation currently which even asks for, for what uh, 5G can bring to you. So first of all, it's uh, data and communication. And data and communication, wherever you are, you are connected. Uh, so in the current situation, for example, many people cannot go to office. They have to work from home, uh, from office, uh, home office, and cannot really connect to the world. 5G will give the bandwidth and the beta capability of data connection uh, uh, wherever you are. This is very, very important, number one. Number two is also in this world is, in the future, uh, we see more and more people getting older. Uh, so healthcare is an issue. So how to accommodate that and how to help that healthcare is taken care and you don't have to move somewhere in a, in a, in a, 
dormitory where you are uh, not by yourself. You want to live in your uh, apartment or your home. Uh, 5G can help you that healthcare is taken care. There is a clear connection via 5G if possible. That gives you clear control on your on your health situation. Also tells you what you have to do. And uh, also if there is something with your body, then uh, health could be made uh, available immediately. So 5G is helping you on that as well. Another example is automotive. Automotive driving. So we are working already on, on connecting the, uh, the cars vehicle to vehicle. When all vehicles are really connected in the right way, then you have uh, the capability that traffic is controlled in a far, far better way. Autonomous driving will go to another level uh, that will change the world substantially. This is not something which comes maybe in one or two years, but as, as you asked for, beyond 2025, it will be available more and more and it will change, uh, change the world. And then last but not least, you can see that already there's a lot of devices uh, want to be connected. 5G can help that if it's at home or it's in the factory, in the industry. So 5G is really the, the hub for, for connection uh, and it helps you to make the communication and data transfer far, far more. Christian, I really appreciate you taking the time to discuss Qualcomm's work around RF front end and how that's enabling this exciting new future. And uh, thank you for taking the time to answer the question, will 5G change the world? Thank you. My pleasure. Will 5G change the world is an Arden Media production. For advertising inquiries, contact Danny Miller at dmiller at ardenmedia.com. The show today was produced and edited by me, Sean Kenny. Thanks for listening.